0: So, as I said yesterday we were talking about the issue of encampments in Alberta, primarily Edmonton and Calgary but like I say, there's similar stories in pretty much every you know mid to large size Alberta community, even with task when dealing with some of these problems as well so um, police in Edmonton identified eight what they called high-risk encampments that they wanted to shut down. A court injunction was brought in, though, uh, to say, okay, you can't. And then the mayor brought together affected parties, and they, they came up with a plan so that these removals could go ahead even with the injunction. Granted, a number of conditions being met. And as I say, they started doing just this dismantling some of these last Friday. There was another one Sunday, and I believe there was two yesterday. The expectation is there could be the other four gone as early as today. Uh, so there would be these high risk eight high-risk encampments would all be removed by the end of the day today. So let's find out what exactly is going on. We're going to speak with Nadine Chalafou now, who is chairperson for the Edmonton Coalition on Housing and Homelessness. Uh, Nadine, thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate your time.
1: Oh, thank you, Shay. It's good to I'll be able to share uh, this kind of information with the public.
0: Okay, so tell us, where are you right now? You're at an encampment, right?
1: I am literally at the uh, the latest encampment that is being torn down, in right behind Dyssel Centre West. Okay. Which is um, a large camp, and uh, they've been dismantling since about 8.30 this morning.
0: Okay, so when you say dismantling, tell us what, what, you've you've witnessed a number of these now, you've been, you know, there for a bunch of these. What happens? Yeah. Who's there? What's the process?
1: So what happens is agencies like Bristol Center and Wall Street community services come down prior, so about 8 o'clock to help people wake up, bring them coffee, whatever, get them you know, situated so they can start packing their stuff up. But about eight 8.00 to eight thirty is when we get the police come in blocking off the area and then city trucks, city personnel come in and see they get all dressed up in their white, you know, coveralls or whatever you want to call them, and start unpacking or start packing people's things up for them before they get to actually go through it.
0: Okay, so help me to understand, because, you know, part of the injunction that was brought in to say, okay, stop this uh, unless these conditions are met, one of the conditions is 48 hours notice. Now, it sounds to me like the way you describe it that 48 hours notice wasn't transmitted at least to the residents. So how does that work?
1: Well, even if you give 48 hours notice to the residents of the encampment, to the agencies who help them, where are they going? Where are they supposed to go in 48 hours? They're only going to go find another spot, which they're going to get dispersed from again as well in the future. So these people aren't really... um, incentivized, if you will, to pack up and move.
0: Well, you make a great point. Like, where would they go? Um, Obviously, you've been at these. You've asked other people to come down and and to pay witness. Why? Why Why? Why is that important? What's that piece for you?
1: Because a lot of the things that are being told to the public are in actuality false. There is no shelter space for these people, and a lot of these people, they need more than just to be housed. They need the following services like addiction support, mental health support, um, and a lot of other supports. Because when you're homeless, you're in survival mode, and you can't just turn it off and become a regular citizen again with all all your functions. So it's a chronic system that's failing. We don't have shelter we don't have the support, okay. we don't have anything for them.
0: Okay, couple of things I want to dig into there. First of all, one of the other conditions, um, police, social services need to reach out to Edmonton shelters and say, hey, do you have space for this many residents in this encampment that we're going to shut down? If the answer is no, they can't shut down the encampment. You're saying there's not enough space, yet they're shutting down the encampment. So um, walk me through that, because again, that would be another condition <laughs> that you say isn't being met.
1: exactly. So let's go back to Saturday where we were at Herb Jameson, which is a Hope Mission uh, emergency shelter. So emergency shelters only house the homeless overnight. It's like a safe space to sleep. Okay. Then they kick back out onto the street for the rest of the day. That's not what we're looking for when we ask for shelters. We're looking for something that people can stay 24-7 and not have to worry and can get the support they need. We're sending, you know, people out here to witness um, what's happening so they can actually see the reality of it. But we're also saying that these conditions that were given weren't conditions that, that we asked for that the, Uh, Coalition for Justice and Human Rights asked for, it's what the judge said. Mm -hmm. Because 48 hours, honestly, is only for the eight encampments that were stated prior to Christmas. Yeah, But all the other encampments are basically uh, free to be dismantled without any notice to both agency and the encampment. So the police have a lot of um, jurisdiction, a lot of control over the situation, but they're not trained social workers. They're not trained support workers. They're police. Is it time to change your approach and switch to Air Supra, Albuterol budesonide Now you can virtually connect with a doctor to discuss your options and see if it's time to make a change. If appropriate, you may even be able to get a prescription for Air Supra the same day. Talk to a doctor today and see if Air Supra is right for you. Visit airsuperconnect.com to connect with a provider.
0: We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Best, we win. We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on Vandor. New customers bet $5. Get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It
1: goes down in the field. It goes down.
0: Go down in the field. 21 plus and present in virginia first online real money wager only ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt see full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER gotcha so
1: enforcing something that really has nothing that can support these people
0: um I, I really value your expertise. I value the expertise of people who, who live in this world and deal with it and work on it every single day. So I, I want to ask you, Nadine, because I'm, I'm honestly at a loss here. Um, What's the answer? Like, first of all, not, nobody's saying, hey, this encampment is a great situation and a great solution, right? I mean, that that's no. not a solution.
1: No, it's not. It's not. So I'm going to be frank with you. Say... Um I just celebrated 10 years being housed from homelessness myself. Okay. The first three years were absolute horrible because I didn't have any supports to help me get socialized, get back into, you know, doing things for myself and, and being functional in society. Yeah. The next two years... I was trying to figure out what I can do to be, you know, a a person who can support myself. And it's not out there when you're on income support. You can't support yourself when you're on age. You can't support yourself because, and especially today with the rising costs of rents and food. Yeah. So these people, even if they got onto income support and got a home, how are they going to afford to pay for it? Because the prices are going up. They're going to be back out on the streets.
0: So so, what I mean, it sounds like there is no solution. I mean, what do we do then, Nadine?
1: We need to come together as a population and 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 go to our elected officials, provincial, federal, municipal, and say this is not acceptable. We cannot normalize these situations. We need to have a better solution, and one of those better solutions is creating social housing, not affordable housing, but social housing that is actually 30% of a person's actual income. We need to bring back social housing that we had back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, where people were supported if they had no money, they still had a home. If they had a little bit of money, they paid just a little bit of their money to rent. That was abolished in 1992. We need that back. That's what's going to help people get back on their feet, give them the encouragement they need, and the
0: support. Um, tell us what your expectation is. All these eight encampments will be gone by the end of today. That's what I'm hearing. Is that what you're thinking is going to happen,
1: too? No, no. So um, the one abyssal um, center is the one that was uh, was sanctioned for today. Okay um we didn't get notice yesterday for tomorrow so we don't have any of the eight actually being dismantled tomorrow i do believe there was a notice that just went out for friday but i don't have those sites yet
0: okay gotcha um
1: but they are intending to get them all done
0: well sure yeah
1: i'm thinking by the end of the weekend
0: Okay, and, you know, I mean, it's now been five days since the first one was shut down on Friday. Are you in touch with any of the people that were in that encampment that, uh, and where they are now five days later? Are they in a different encampment? Are they in a shelter? Are they on the street? Do you know what's happened to the people that were removed from the encampment, the first one back on Friday? Yeah,
1: so the first one back on Friday at the Bottle Depot um, I've already seen some of the residents that were there, the encampments, they're, um, they're actually camped along the um, LRT line. There's some that are camped just behind one of the Edmonton uh, work yards. And then I've also seen from Saturday's um, dismantling at, at Hope Mission um, over by Herb Jameson there, I've seen tents come back up over there. On site, like on on George Spadey and Her- Herb Jamison's actual sidewalks.
0: The forecast high for next Tuesday is minus nineteen. That's the high, Nadine. Um, yeah. I mean, we can't. Oh, yeah, this I'm, can't go on, right?
1: Amazing, right now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And I've, I've got layers. So imagine these people have twenty-four hours basically in the day to stay warm, and they can't.
0: That's awful. Just, just awful, Nadine. We'll stay it's in so touch.
1: Doing. You bet.
0: Yeah, well, as this goes along, uh, we really appreciate the report from the scene, and uh, it's going on as we speak, right? The, the crews are there. The cleanup is happening.
1: Yeah, you know, and if more people come down and witness and just check it out, it also holds our police in check for not being brutal to the he- to the homeless because we've seen that in the past where they've just ripped them out of their tents and dismantled it. Okay. So we're keeping them in a peaceful mode.
0: All right, Nadine, thank you so much. Uh, Stay warm, stay safe, and we'll check in again next week.